I'm recording. Give him a clap to sync it. Sure. Free. Cool. Oh. Nice. Okay. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Um, yo, yo. So, last time we recorded, and I was like, oh, we've been doing it for three weeks. How good of us? We've been so good. Like, I got deathly ill, and I really thought I had corona for like two days, and I was like, oh, yeah, probably. It's, I think it's just a cold. So, I'm still getting over yeah. that a little bit. So, I'll start coughing, and I'll start going, <laughs> and like, need to fucking blow my nose. It sounds wet funny. at least. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the dry, the dry cough is yeah. the, uh, the bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I fucked our rhythm up. I apologize. Um, but, you know, I'm sure you missed me. But that has given us more time to listen to the two albums, I'm sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember these albums <laughs> last week. So I actually I, I have a I have a conversation topic um to start with with our little like you know, our little chat and shit to begin with. Um mm-hmm. so I was thinking recently, uh there's a few lines like like one of the things I wanted to talk about with uh, obviously we've got Ludohuman, Humaniac, and then we've got um RTJ4 by Run the Jewels. Um, there's a couple of like specific lines I wanted to talk about in Humaniac, but that got me thinking. Like, do you have any sort of like rap songs or that like have specific lines that you like always remember, like or like just really have like stuck out at you like throughout everything, or like I don't know, just ones that you particularly yeah. really really like over over anything else that you can always kind of like think about and go, oh yeah, I like that line. Like, have you, have you got those? If I wanted to be pretentious and shit, I would say uh, Mad Villain, like shit like Accordion. Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking dense. And, uh, but in all honesty, it's just stuff like uh, a mystery of chess boxing comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Introducing the ghost face killer. Oh, okay, yeah, no one could be a liar. <laughs> oh, that's such a good song. Steamrolling nibbers like an 18 wheeler with a drunk driver driving. There's no surviving. I like it. I rate it. See, I was thinking far less like, I don't know, technical or like, um, just kind of like, they're kind of like, I like them because they're stupid. Like, um, you know, have you ever heard Molasses by El Sweatshirt? Speaking of Wu Tang Clan, actually, because they've got a, uh, a feature by Rizza on that. Um, but yeah, have you ever listened oh. to Molasses by El Sweatshirt? No, the, I need to listen to. I need to check more L shit out. It's so good because the the hook for it is just "I'll fuck the freckles off your face, bitch." We could do this shit all night, and it's like the RZA said it, and it's like you know he's got that like proper like nice smooth sort of flow to his arms. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. He's just he's just got a very like nice to listen to voice, you know, like compared to someone like Danny Brown or like you know. Mm. the ODB they are quite like abrasive in how they sound like Rizzo's although just, Danny like, Brown does have some songs where he does like a normal voice his, oh like, talking yeah, voice like true. Rolling Stone shit but, but honestly, his like <laughs> stage persona where, I don't know when I when I think of Danny Brown I think yeah. of like I think of like yeah. Ain't It Funny because that's like sort of first song I was introduced to, um, to and he's mm. just very you know <laughs> yeah that's quite, true it's, it's a little bit you know abrasive sometimes but yeah no um there's that and, and i don't know just there's always that line that just, that just always like res- like not resonates but it's just so it always like just reminds me like i just remember it as every self and it's just like i don't know it just make, really makes me laugh mm. um i did have another one but like oh yeah yeah so um i think i've mentioned it before but this australian rap group called triple one um they've got a song called doozy like a single and uh it's kind of like it's like a stereotypical brag rap but like um 
basically he's doing the whole oh yeah I fucked your girlfriend like la la because you were you you weren't paying her enough attention <laughs> so there's a nice little twist oh. to it <laughs> um, but it goes uh, got a hot butt was it got a hot butt on a work day treat my face like an ashtray and i just like <laughs> fucking love that line man it's just like it's so fucking stupid but i just love it and like i don't know i think you mentioned this before um when we we're talking about ziani but there is something about the australian accent that like even if you're saying something kind of disgusting or like horrible the accent just kind of like sound makes it sound so much better you know yeah and, uh, it makes can't sound better yeah, at least not that there's anything wrong with that in the first place. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I don't know. Have you got any others that like specifically you can recall? I can uh, f- <laughs> not from memory. No, that's kind cool. of out of it. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, I've touched upon it before as well, but I guess I kind of wanted to uh, sort of open it up a little bit more. Um, but with your sort of rap taste, you're a lot more, uh, I guess, sort of like golden age of hip-hop aren't you you're very much like 90s and yeah there's some modern hip-hop i do like but i'm kind of basic it's like <laughs> oh have you heard of to pimp a butterfly yeah yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> danny brown's pretty mainstream um yeah what future bus driver that's a bit eclectic oh, a bit off the mate, i path. fucking love bus driver man like i really like bus driver i really I really, really like him as an artist uh, mm. his albums i don't know they're like a solid 6.5 to 7 out of 10. <laughs> wow. But, like, I wish there was just something, like, solid front to finish. I think the closest one to that is Perfect Hair. But, yeah, yeah, I've really yeah. read that album, to be fair, actually. Um, oh, Eat Rich is such a good song. I was just about to say, Eat Rich is probably my favourite <laughs> song. Like, it's just it's so fucking good, man. But, like, Bus Driver is one of the many, many artists that I kind of listen to really enjoy go oh i should listen to them more and i just never do and like there's a couple of like just really fucking good tracks out there like like the one um where he samples uh i can't think of the the classical song but you know your movie sucks used it as an instrumental for oh right imaginary places yeah that one that one's obviously like just a fucking classic like yeah that was one of his earlier it's one of his earlier things okay yeah yeah i really should listen to it more um, but obviously you've mentioned like MF Doom. Um, mm-hmm. Is that is he the one that has multiple personas? Like as in like he has multiple rap monikers. Uh, it's it's a lot like that. But uh, yeah, Doctor, uh, not Doctor Doom, <laughs> MF Doom. Also, um, who else does he raps, un- does he go under? He raps under his own name. Yeah, which uh, is escaping me right now but i was gonna say because like I, I i was gonna bring up mad villainy again um about like like the album by yeah. mad villain but like I, I i feel like they were the same person at one point but i don't know if that's just they have similar styles i can't tell them being retarded <laughs> mad villains um a duo it's him and it's mf doom and mad libs Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, with, I didn't realize it was a duo. I, I, I well, maybe it it's was... a free piece with someone doing the beats, yo. Yeah, but so kind yeah, of like it's... run the jewels then. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I suppose because LP raps as well, right? It's a combination of artists. Oh, okay, I, I actually didn't know that. To be fair, that explains a lot. Do you know what's weird about MF Doom uh, for me is I find mm-hmm. that like I don't necessarily enjoy like his solo stuff that much, but like the stuff where like people get in his like get him in and then features. Um, yeah. 
like I really enjoy and I don't know I feel like a lot of that comes from like his production um I like really enjoy like his um instrumentals and like he's very out there like I feel compared to you know a lot of mainstream rap um mm-hmm. but there's just yeah I don't know there's something about maybe the way his kind of vocals mesh with the with the production it doesn't quite like doesn't quite hit me I don't I don't know I might I've just only really got into um, <laughs> mm, food by him. Yeah, that album. Well, I was really into Mad Villain for quite a while, to be fair. But I never like looked into like what they were as a collective. You know, like I was just really into the Mad Villain the album. I like some of the songs from there, like Accordion or Meat Grinder, like mm. Fusty, just because when you look at the lyrics, they are so dense and full of like <laughs> cool information and internal rhymes and all that bullshit yeah, that you yeah. like. But um, I just I know it's rated as one of the best rap albums ever but I've yeah, just yeah. never got it to click fully mm. yeah no I, I would say I'm like the same but then at the same time like I feel like that with a lot of sort of like um, sort of like cornerstones it, it's kind of the same as metal actually like I feel like a lot of the sort of like big names uh, hmm. I kind of circumvented them not not necessarily like you know on purpose just yeah. <laughs> by like happenstance or whatever I mean, and, um, you listen to Metallica and shit. Well, yeah, that, like, yeah, but I was not, like, I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't Judas necessarily Priest. listen to them first or, like, expand it, like, from that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I came from, like, I think I said in our video when we were talking, uh, our podcast when we were talking about death, uh, I think I said I started listening to, like, hardcore um, hmm. yeah. and metalcore and then went back to classic metal. Whereas I feel like, you know, maybe it's, I don't know. I feel like it's more like you don't start at death metal, right? Like you kind of like you start yeah. at like the, the more mainstream stuff and then explore more, right? Um, yeah. See, like I got into like my musical journey. It went from like hard rock and shit after mm. discovering Guitar Hero. You were a huge fan of Aerosmith for the longest time. I remember. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I, if I'm that good. Like <laughs> I, I really like some of the earlier albums, but. It was just because of Guitar Hero Aerosmith that got yeah, me into music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but from, from them, I discovered like Guns N' Roses and yeah. hard rock bands and metal bands from Friends, like Metallica and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I think it was you that got me into metalcore and stuff. Like, yeah. oh, have you heard Disturbed? <laughs> have you heard System Mother Down? I was like, yeah. what System Mother Down? I remember. I remember. Uh, all these sister mothers. I, yeah, I was. I was literally just about to say. I remember telling someone about at school, like when, I, when we were like fourteen or something, and they were like, "Sister mother down." Uh, what? And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. <laughs> Man, I still remember watching Chop Suey on like fucking um, like the like the music video on like Kerrang. Like, you remember like the music channels on Sky? Like the, yeah. the one year that I got Sky for a bit, I remember like I just stumbled upon it, and I was just like holy shit this is a type of music i've never been exposed to before what the fuck and it just like it just blew my mind but then like i remember like yeah like i say so i started off with sort of like system down which like some of their songs are quite heavy but like obviously yeah. they're I, I don't know they're like a lot more they're not really like screamo right like they're like they're more sort of like i don't know just sort of metal right um yeah like I, I, I would probably class them as like alternative metal as well, just because of the mm. weird kind of like scales they used and like the weird kind of vocal styles they would use sometimes. They um, remind me, uh, I think of them sort of like the pixies of metal, where like, <laughs> um, they're not that complicated. Like, 
technically they're not like the most uh, virtuoso band ever. Yeah, yeah. But they they're really fucking eclectic and use yeah, and they, different kind interesting of, shit. I suppose they like what it's kind of like we talked about ACDC before where like their little niche they carved out they do like very very well you know although um, System of a Down their sound has evolved and changed mm. in a way yeah. that well, yeah, yeah, probably yeah, of argue <laughs> like, it's like ACDC Motorhead all those bands sort of they found yeah, their yeah. niche and fucking stuck with yeah, it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But um, so speaking of musical journeys, like what what was your musical journey with rap then? I'm assuming like every other white kid ever, Eminem was probably like your first rapper you ever listened to, right? Yeah, yeah, like um, easily <laughs> through my dad probably or getting music on an iPod or like CDs yeah, being yeah. around. I was aware of like Eminem for his like greatest hits, like Curtain Call, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, shit. Of course. I don't know. I think it was System of a Down that got me into rap because like <laughs> um, I checked out all their main catalogue and quite liked quite a lot of that stuff yeah yeah then i was going through b-sides and just on youtube i found a song shame by them yeah we talked about this before actually didn't we yeah, where yeah. they just go full like <laughs> they just go full <laughs> n-word they're fine like they just go like <laughs> yeah hey, I, do got, remember... um, I don't know maybe they've got an ally pass like <laughs> armenian it's not as bad as you know yeah, yeah, no idea. Uh, we did, we did talk about this before, <laughs> but okay. So, so then it was basically Eminem, and then straight to like Wu Tang Clan for you. Then, uh, yes, that's that's pretty weird. I'll, like, that's pretty interesting. I was, I was aware of stuff like Gorillas before. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, like just, Del, uh, Del the Funky, Homo Sapien, stuff like uh, that. And I must have heard like Buster Rhymes or like yeah, yeah, just shit that would be on MTV or Krang. And yeah, yeah, the, yeah. No, it's like one of the first rap artists I properly got into was Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah, it was really different at first, but I just, oh, it's just there was just something really cool and raw about it. Yeah, yeah. But, but there was like kind of nerdy and then some ninja <laughs> shit at the same time. <laughs> it's it really quite intriguing. What what I find interesting that you're saying about that actually is like I do one thing I do really like about like um like rap. Uh, especially in modern times, it's like, um, obviously, like, when rap first kind of came about and, like, the sort of history of rap, it's been very, like, macho man and, like, obviously very, like, hyper-masculine and, like, very, uh, like, generic. Macho man did rap? What's that? Macho man did rap? <laughs> uh, WWF wrestler? you never what? seen every rap battles of history? He had a feature. Oh, man. Wow. But um, yeah, like it was obviously right, very hyper masculine and stuff. And did you it... see? Oh, sorry, it's no, no, totally no, no. off topic. <laughs> did you ever see that Booker T sort of promo? Uh, no, like in the nineties, where he's just coked up. It's just no, live that in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just him going off on one, and without thinking, like live in there, he just goes, "We're coming for you, N-word." Oh no! <laughs> it's like <laughs> wait, no, Booker T was black, right? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. okay, okay, right, it's, yeah. It's, it's just something that happens like on live oh, TV. Okay, yeah. okay. No, and no. you know, so just brushed off, like, oh, things are getting heated. Oh man, that's amazing. Nineties oh, TV was yeah. fucking wild, man. Uh, I wasn't really around to see it. I was, well, know, no, being, but like, you still like being a small child. What was it that what was that kids show you like were fucking watching like for ages? It was like. Oh, Nightmare. Nightmare, yeah. Yeah, because it was like set in the 1989, like, ITV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remember you always being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch Nightmare. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Fucking Nightmare. And then you show me, like, clips on YouTube and you've been like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. 
good old Trigard. Uh, <laughs> it's a monster that's like a wall called Granitas yeah. <laughs> that gives you riddles to solve. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I, 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 I tell you what, next, next time we hang out, yeah, next yeah. time you come up to me or I come down to you, like, we'll, we'll watch some Nightmare. How about that? Get some drinks in, smash out some Nightmare marathons. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how well it holds. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll show you an episode or two. Um, but yeah, to go back to it, so yeah, obviously, like, um, like, I was going to say Eminem, uh, like, rap music in general was obviously, like, very generically, like, uh, in the most broad sense, very macho man, like, very hyper-masculine, blah, 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 blah. And I do like emo rap because um, it's kind of taking that veil aside a bit and, like, um, like, I, I don't know. I do believe. I genuinely believe that toxic masculinity is a thing, and it's like an issue. And I think like mm. emo rap is doing very good to like stuff to kind of bring it to the mainstream of like, yo, it's okay to be like sad about shit. I was actually watching a video essay a while back. Um, I I cannot remember off the top of my head what like I want to say it's like DX hip hop or something, and it was actually talking mm. about like the evolution of emo rap, and uh, the video cited like. Kid Cudi, Eminem, and uh, Tyler as like Tyler the Creator as like mm-hmm. really important voices in like the the uh, the formation of emo rap because they basically like they were like kind of like big name uh, mainstream names that were actually talking about like you know amidst all the like horrorcore shit of <laughs> Eminem mm-hmm. and Tyler but like um, they were talking about like their feelings basically and like obviously Eminem's like like. Obviously, most of his horrorcore stuff came from like his anger and like how pissed off he was at like the like what he saw as injustices and shit like that. And um, obviously, Tyler created with like the the uh, the Goblin album. That's mm. that entire thing. Like that's him talking. Like he's got the, uh, the 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 concept of like a therapist that he's talking to like the whole way through. You know, and like um, I mean, I've got yeah, I see that. I've got problems you know I mean? with that album but definitely he you know it's it's some introspective yeah shit like, it, it's 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 it, it was a very like tenuous link you know, to be fair it's horrible yeah but i i respected the uh the viewpoint nelson bastards as well mm. uh, his first his first one or no yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, was, it was wasn't it mm. i have many problems with those times to be honest but yeah but i think like they're very of their time you know mm-hmm. um and like the the thing is like he was he, quite young as well. So, that's what I was gonna know. say. Like he was late teens, I wanna say, when he was made mm-hmm. uh when he made Bastard and then like I think he was still a teen when Goblin was released, right? Yeah. Uh, the very I think so. early early twenties. I actually mm-hmm. really like how Tyler's evolved though. I really like how like uh like a lot of artists like uh have you ever listened to like Hobson recently? Like who was kind of around about <laughs> the same time and like in the same I, vein? I, I, I've never really listened to Hobson. I like I we've got mutual friends who like them, but I, I can't yeah. really, I can't fucking stand them. Well, I I personally never could either because I kind of felt like he was in the like I don't know he was kind of in the same niche as Tyler the Creator was at that point. Didn't um, he like diss Tyler and then me as a fourteen or fifteen year old was like fuck that guy, like didn't he? <laughs> so like thematically, like Hobson was quite similar to Tyler the Creator, right? Like mm-hmm. in that kind of niche of like sort of horrorcore, but like well, I say sort of horrorcore, but like um, it was more kind of I don't I don't know. What I'm thinking of is like she at this point, like <laughs> um, which is the track that he like at the end or at the start he says, "Oh, by the way, this isn't horrorcore, just to let you know." Oh fuck! 
I, was that Fish's or it might be Fish. Know. It's been fucking ages. I don't know. He had a lot of tracks like where he just said random shit at the beginning, honestly. But my um, but yeah, like I really enjoyed it. Like he, he I feel like like compared to Hobson, like he's very much distanced himself from like that early like kind of cringy. Yeah, he's uh, definitely matured. Like yeah. Flower Boy is a pretty good album. It didn't like blow my dick off or anything, <laughs> but I enjoyed listening to him. Well, like, how did you feel about Igor? Because obviously that's his most recent. Did you listen to uh, that? No. It, I've it, listened to some tracks of it. It's incredibly solid listen. It's an incredibly huh. solid listen. I really enjoy it. Um, I personally enjoyed Flower Boy more, mm. but yeah, Igor has some amazing... Just like Black Magic Wand for me is probably my favourite track. Like, I love... Oh, I love everything about that song. Um, obviously, there are like criticisms to be made, but yeah, it's, it's a great album. Um, but speaking of edgy boys um, <laughs> and not really he is maturing... He's a bit of an edgy boy, right? <laughs> How old was he when he... It's, I heard this was like a compilation, bleh, compilation album. So, like, some well, of it um, was... Hum- humaniac, humaniac, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of it was... Uh, from earlier times. So, as so, Humaniac, as far as I know, um, was released when he was in his early twenties. So, I think he was born ninety uh, six, same as us. So, mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen would be what? He'd be he'd have been twenty one, right? Um, yeah. I believe a few were written beforehand. So, like um, Brink, I think was written before that. I think that was his first single, if I'm remembering that correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I believe that was like a year or two before. So he would have been like around about twenty. Um, wow, though. <laughs> so, before we start talking about the album as a whole, so so yeah, we're, we're talking about Humaniac by Luther Human. Um, do you get what I mean when I said it's kind of like if a, a B-Tech Eminem made an emo rap album? <laughs> uh, would, would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, it's it's a bit harsh, but I honestly, when really? the first the first couple of tracks, I was like, okay, this is sort of mediocre, but some of it's all right-ish. Yeah, he's like. Is is definitely influenced a lot by Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, he he has cited Eminem as like a as a big influence before. To be fair, like, like which which song was it? Like, there's a song on this album that just directly quotes an Eminem freestyle. I was like, wait, is my Eminem? And then I looked it up on Genius, and it's like, oh yeah, yes. there is. I'm not <laughs> sure which track it. Is. It might be Fuck Rappers. To be fair, because that's uh that's meant to be like a oh, halal, maybe halal. Um, Brink, one of those. <laughs> One of those very forgettable songs. So, do you know what's weird about this album? Um, before before we get into into your opinion, oh, someone's a tiny penis is driving by. Um, before we get into your opinions of the album, I just want to say like the weird thing is the first song I ever heard by him uh, was a was a sort of freestyle single called Sour, right? And it was mm-hmm. it's actually a, a very solid track. Like I really enjoy it. Um, I was like, okay, I'll listen to him, uh, an album, see how I feel. And the first time I listened to this album, I was like, okay, it's actually not too bad. Like, it's not, you know, like like said about <laughs> like uh, Flower Boy, like it didn't blow my dick off, but it was like, <laughs> okay, I could listen to this if I like can't think of anything better to listen to. Yeah. Um, and then when I like, <laughs> it was only recently that I was I went back to listen to it, and I was like, oh my god, I actually hate this album. Like, I've I've wasted like far too much time listening to this album before. And I like I recommended it to you, and I've been listening to it since, obviously. And it's just like I pretty much can't stand it now. Like I just I don't know. There's just it's just very cringy to me. It's very like like I said uh, last time we recorded. Like there are de- there are definite gems. Like 
there's definitely some kind of like lyrical skill that he has and he like mm-hmm. does show at points but overall yeah. as like an album like even if it is a compilation album like like you said like it's just because i mean like the thing is like like we talk I, well i say we i talk a lot about, a lot about ziani because mm-hmm. i'm really a huge fan of her like she, like the line was a compilation album as far as i know or um uh, another artist too similar as lil bo weep like both of uh so she has one called solos and solos too um, mm-hmm. Both of those albums are like compilation albums, and they still flow together better than 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 this, I think, or, or work as a whole better than this. It's just, oh, it's just like the constant, like, like okay. So here are my sort of main gripes of it that really started like started the downward spiral. Just him talking about wanking a lot. There's like three or four consecutive songs where he just slips in that he's wanking or something. Um, just I, I noticed it a couple of times. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. that. Um, then it was the the whole, like, just sort of, like, I was like, okay, I could deal with that because, you know, like, he's obviously just having a bit of fun or whatever. And then, like, he's just kind of, like, chucking slurs out at some point, and it's like, for the most part, that like, it doesn't, like, necessarily, I wouldn't say it offends me, but it's just, like, very lazy, I find, and it's just, like... Yeah, uh, this... I think this... I think it uh, nose dives in the second half, but the first, 100%, the first half yeah. of this album is, like, on par with the Sort of, sort of mid two thousands. Sort of, is it mid or is it? Well, you say that, but it came out in like two thousand seventeen. So it's at the like yeah. end date. And I suppose if he was recording it earlier, then that would still have been like you know maybe twenty fifteen at its earliest. Basically, what I was trying to say is this sounds like old future. Like this sounds yeah. like bastards and goblins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's. Um, did he say he's inspired by old future as well? But as far as I, I haven't seen that. As far as I know. But you was, um, he was talking about Earl um, earlier, and he di- his flow definitely reminded me of Earl at some points as well. As I think some of the production of it um, definitely reminds me of of Odd Future as well. So I wouldn't be surprised, um, definitely. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I've got I've got some gripes with the production at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, some is pretty like egregious. <laughs> and then oh yeah, there was the random like. What's the line? It's something like "invite my Muslim friends over and tr- uh, make them eat bacon" or something like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing as like the homophobic slurs. It's like it's not something that like necessarily offends me. It's just kind of like, ugh, that's kind of kind of cringy. It just it the whole thing is just very much like stream of consciousness rap. Like it it it, it feels like all freestyles, so none of them really like mesh together or like mm-hmm. work that well. And then the hooks are just like for the most part are fucking just awful uh, just uh, yeah I, I don't know I at one point I did actually really enjoy this album like and then just the more I listened to it it was just like oh god um but okay so those those are my three main kind of like talking points that kind of put me off the album but why don't, why don't you talk about some of your gripes or, or things you thought could be done better or I guess just overall thoughts of the of the album yeah honestly um going into it like lose dead um it like uh, samples "Bring the Ruckus" by Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, 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 of course. And then it's got like, uh what's that Kubrick um, comedy? Uh, oh, uh, Doctor Do- Strange. Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I, I don't know. It's two things I do quite enjoy. So it's like <laughs> a high. <laughs> he, bar he got, is got you points. By, got you by points. the reference material. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I don't know it has to sort of live up to those two things because they're yeah, on my yeah, brain as well <laughs> uh, i don't know i 
I, going into it, I thought, okay, this is all right. It's a bit amateurish or immature. Yeah, yeah. Or, some of it was okay. Some of it was kind of forgettable. I thought, like, the horrorcore shit was kind of cringy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, 100%. Yeah. Then, um, I think it's Born. Like, that song, it just, just fucking nosedives so badly. Yeah. Like, the lyrics are fucking awful. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Hang on. That's the one that the hook is like, ever since the day I was born. Is what things on, and he sings it really badly, and that's an Eminem song. So is that the one you're thinking of? Like that, that, that is like maybe. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that 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 literally is like. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Eminem, Eminem I don't know. It reminds me of like that one. It's the only song done badly, but like they really just fucked up the um, auto tune on it. <laughs> oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like outsider art at some point. Like, it's someone fucking about with, like, an auto-tune, but, like, mapping it to random notes with yeah, no, like, yeah. consideration of key or uh, feeling. It's like he just wrote a squiggly line in. Or, <laughs> yes, this is what I want the vocal line to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's schizophrenia. The next song that's even worse with that shit, like, mm. the outro or the second half of that song is just, like... It made me laugh listening to it. I was just like, "Is that the one?" I believe that's the one where he's got like the the pitch shifted vocals, like down, like oh. lowered and hired. So he's got like both of them. Like, yeah, I, this this is a really weird reference, but um, it re- really reminded me of Dan Harmon, uh, as in like the creator of Community, um, co-creator of Rick and Morty. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. He did he did a podcast called Harmon Town. Where he would um, drink like two bottles of vodka and get blackout <laughs> drunk, and at some point in the night, like they'll do little segments, like he'll play D and D or he'll have a guest on. Yeah, at yeah. some point in the night, he'll start rapping, <laughs> and <laughs> okay. I swear he's got the exact same setup <laughs> as Luke the Human. Like he had his normal voice, he had an auto tune setting, and then he had like a pitch shifter <laughs> and the. But, like, that sounds amazing. I feel like you need to put an example in that oh, right now. I'll, I'll try and find some of him um, singing or freestyling. But yeah, the octave up voice and the pitch down voice, um, it sounds exactly like the shit in this album. I, I get that like he was probably trying to go for like a juxtaposition. And like, I guess going back to Eminem, it's like maybe like a guilty conscience kind of um, setup where, you know, obviously you had like Eminem as like the, the evil one, uh, Dre as like the good conscience. Versus... Yeah, there's references to mental health and like the voices yeah. in his head and like horrorcore shit or... Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm guessing like it was meant to be like that, but I just don't think he did like that well. And I mean, like, oh, one thing that did really irritate me as well is like, like obviously we talk about um, you know genius a lot mm-hmm. is like he like you know how artists can kind of um, can annotate their own stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, his his annotations are just just fucking. AIDS man like yeah, the amount I, had of, like, a, I had a I had a look on genius the, the amount like, of lines oh, that are just man. him saying like oh this is a great bar like not trying to explain <laughs> it just oh yeah this is so good and then like there was like three different examples that I saw where it was like oh uh, the person who wrote this wrote it wrong but this yeah. it sounds better so I'm just gonna leave it as it being wrong it's like 
what? Like, so essentially yeah. that's Loki getting ghost written by like some fucking rando on the internet. Like, <laughs> like no, I clicked on, fuck? I clicked on some examples. It's like, oh, cool. He's like adding in like some. I thought he was gonna give some background or knowledge on the um, writing process. Yeah, yeah. But you click on it, and it's just him editing what it should be. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, I was in my bag writing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that one. I remember that one. Oh, we just click on it, and he just puts LMAO. It's like nice. Yeah, I, I do have to admit though, I have seen Ziani do that as well. Like um, on the opening single for her Ziani Sparks EP, uh, it's mm-hmm. a song called Lava, and. Uh, it's like uh, my flow feel like lava or something like that, uh, or no, my my desire flow like lava, um, but like it's something like uh, like they they wrote it as like feel or something, and she was like, I don't really remember what I said, so <laughs> either one works. It's just like oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. Maybe that's a, a thing with sort of like Indian emo rappers. Maybe I I don't know, but it, it kind of irritates me because mm. it, it feels like. It feels like they just don't really give a shit, or like they haven't really tried. And like, I get you can't be like 100% on like every single song all the time. Like, maybe. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely artists that are, but I suppose yeah. if, you're like, if you're like a aspiring rapper or like aspiring musician, like maybe like when you're experimenting and trying to find like your niche, like mm-hmm. I suppose like you you can kind of make that argument. But yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like when it's like a full album and just every track has him saying some stupid shit about his fucking <laughs> like lines it's just ugh, it's just annoying it's just really annoying and like yeah i, I, I don't know it's just it's just very amateur right <laughs> yeah i think some of it was sort of all right it was like me joke like i wouldn't choose to listen to it but like hey if i was listening to this at the same time as like um tyler the creator and earl and all those guys like mm. yeah i'd foiled probably be okay i think but it's it's just not very consistent yeah did you see um, Anton Fanton's review of this album? I did not. So, so I will say, like, a lot of these albums, I try and come into it, like, only with my own views, because I don't want to mm. end up, like... I don't know. You, you, you mimic media you um, you consume, whether you want to or not, right? Like, you kind of yeah, do it, like, sense. subconsciously, or, like, you might mm. pick up information. So I try and avoid... Like, that's kind of one of the reasons I try and avoid listening to, like, other podcast, Like, musical podcasts. Like, I have been opening up, like, and listening to other podcasts, actually. But, like, mm-hmm. I avoid, like, music review ones, because, yeah, I don't want to end up, like, just basically mimicking someone, like... Like I said, whether subconsciously or not. Yeah. Um, but what what kind of stuff? I guess since you want to bring it up, like what kind of stuff did he say? I didn't. I didn't even realize he he'd done one. To be fair. Yeah, it was kind of surprising, but I just saw it in my like YouTube recommendations, and like mm. after listening a few times, decided to check it out. But yeah, he really it was surprising. He really softballed it. Like, really it was. Yeah, it, it, he acknowledged that the album had issues uh, with like. Uh, some of the older material perhaps not being as good or him wearing his like uh, influences on his sleeves yeah yeah. but yeah like Fantuan said (laughs) I don't know he was he seemed really supportive like he he wanted Mm. to be a fan he he was like he didn't give like a album score like he said I'm not going to rate this one check it out I hope he does something more consistent in the future because He's really got potential, basically. See, that's quite weird because I I was always of the opinion that he wasn't too scared at like giving like a like somewhat no. controversial take or whatever, right? So that's kind of that's kind of weird. Yeah, uh, maybe he sees something that I don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I did check out his other album, his 
more recent one, and that's yeah. like um, it falls into sort of mumble rap trappings yeah. and bad singing. I I don't know. I personally feel so. It's just completely cut over you, but I just I just I just feel like this this album is kind of you know soured my taste for him really. <laughs> it, yeah. It's just not. I I don't know. Um, that being said, like there are tracks that I probably will pick out and listen to, but just in general, as an artist, like this isn't a good opening to him at all. I don't think. Mm. Um, but having said that, uh, do you so so you preferred the first half of the album? What what tracks specifically, like, do you think are quite good, or like, like like, do you think there are little gems, like I said, or are you just pretty much like, nah, this is shit. <laughs> it's there's some bits where I thought, yeah, that's all right, or that's a bit. Um, I, I, I don't know. I like his. He's got good taste in some parts. <laughs> bring the ruckus. Yeah, like yeah. Doctor Strange, love. Uh, Lose dead. That's you know that one was. I think that's an okay introduction. Yeah, like, yeah. Second track, Roseanne, was that or? Yeah, I I would say Roseanne's probably my favorite. To be fair, I really I like found, the instrumental. I found the horrible cringy like towards the mm. end and all that. But yeah, the instrumental. Um, I'm pretty sure that's like uh, DJ Shadow like a sample oh there is a track where he does actually yeah um i think that's quick, that one let me have a quick look at genius and see if it is roseanne um I, I just that, like i really noise. enjoy um yes it's uh building steam with a grain of salt so i so essentially what is pretty much my favorite song the main thing i like about it isn't even his <laughs> <laughs> but you listen I, I to a lot of dj shadow um no actually i feel like i i I should, wait, did I listen to? Have you listened oh, to? Oh, no, 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 I feel like I should. But, um, yeah, introducing, or int- that's a pretty hmm. solid album. But yeah, I, I don't know, Roseanne, I, I see, well, I, I, this is going to sound very like specific to pick up on this one thing, but I kind of like just the opening lines where it's like, I woke up today feeling like a new man, hopped out of bed, lit a clip, untied Suzanne, told her I was sorry about last night, no hard f- no hard feelings, tend to yeah. drive drunk drive in parks and harm children. Like I don't mean like the last line, but I just kind of like the idea, like, because it's kind of a bit different to Oracle, right? Like where you just, rather than going, oh yeah, I tied up this woman and like killed her. It's like, I had a change of heart. <laughs> like, I don't know, I, I kind of like that. And just, yeah, I don't know. It's just very incoherent in general. Um, I quite like just his constant like questioning of himself I guess like in this line as well where he talks about um, giving his number to to Vanessa Hudgens or something and then he's like oh I don't actually know if that even happened like it's kind of it's kind of interesting backwards yeah yeah it's kind of like uh, it's just kind of like a weird kind of it's almost like it's almost self-aware, you know. Like it's it's so close to being self-aware, and then he mm. just kind of like goes away from it. Um, I really don't like the voice inside my head, or, or where like I'm guessing that's what he calls the the auto-tuned slash pitch-shifted voice. I it's very annoying in my opinion, and I f- I want to say it might be like I think it is schizophrenia where he just like does a full rap in that voice, and it's just ugh, so annoying. Um, Fuck Rappers is probably my other favourite one but again it's mainly the production in it I love that like disgusting like ripply bass the entire time yeah I, I don't really have that much more to say I thought some of it was listenable and then <laughs> it turned to dog shit at some okay point. so so Lose Dead first track, Roseanne second track yeah. Fuck Rappers fifth track they're the three 
pieces of shit that are slightly shinier than the rest of it. I think people might uh, like Macklemore. What's that like a single or a track that's sort of uh, probably, uh, most popular fair. from this? I, I just I feel like I'm I'm missing Although something. Although maybe that's dated now. With, like, like you know, is, yeah, is Macklemore even still relevant? I don't, I don't know. Don't think so. I just I maybe. just I, I think I'm missing I something, and and I'm really irritated because I I think it's like yeah, it's just it's just I don't know. I'm missing something and I feel bad for it. Um, I just, yeah. I just, I hope he he kind of realizes that he does have talent and kind of like switches away from the shock shit and like trying to. Mm. Sorry, someone's having a party outside. <laughs> like the shock shit and like the fucking like just trying to, you know, be weird and be be quirky. And I hope he just kind of like finds his own little niche and like I guess a bit bit of confidence that like. He can he can probably do good music without like having to make dodgy shit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he developed his own sort of style or his own persona, came out more, and maybe if he got someone to produce, didn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. Some of these sound alright, but then a lot of it, it's a bit like a oof moment, like, <laughs> oof. like him just it just it does just sound like him fucking around with like um auto tune or melon dance yeah, just yeah. <laughs> get it to map to different <laughs> notes and yeah. oh god okay well speaking of uh artists that reference wu-tang clan and hey. have great production quality and have good sample use let's fucking talk about run the jewels please because oh man i haven't listened to run the jewels for too long like I remember yeah. I listened to their first second album. I bumped that shit so much. I really enjoyed mm. it. Even like, was it was it Meow the Jewels, the 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 cat sample one? Yeah, that's Even. those are the ones that I got into. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I think you introduced me to um, to Run the Jewels actually. Uh, yeah, through, I want to say Run the Jewels, like the the, the first. The, yeah, I, the I first signed one. up to a mailing list or something, and I got the album for free. And I was oh, like, wow, no oh shit, nice. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly like. <clears throat> I did. I did kind of have a little, uh, little tiff with them um, at one point because I, I don't know. I was just listening. I think it was during the the second one. I was just kind of like, I was into that one less. Yeah, like I, yeah. I still enjoyed it, but it didn't quite hit me the same as the first one. But like RTJ Four, man, like I, I got like proper chills all throughout this mm-hmm. album. Like you know, you know, like when you hear a bit of music and it like puts your hair like your hair on end or like gives yeah. you goosebumps like that was constant on this on this album it's so fucking good like um i feel like i've talked a lot though so i'm gonna take a second to just like let you talk about your shit for a little bit and like kind of give your opinions sure um rtj4 i thought i think it's a really solid album i i still prefer the first album just because um i don't know i just don't enjoy things anymore or like <laughs> nostalgia or yeah but, yeah, the, as, this is full of songs I really quite enjoy from, like, um, I think Walking in the Snow hits hardest for me. Oh, like, that's definitely my favourite track. Chorus. Like, just killer mics, like, verses on that shit. It's like, ooh. So, it hits hard. <laughs> Especially when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And today's. Um, I don't know. Do you go on Reddit much? Uh, I, I, I I dabble uh, here and there. Yeah. 
unsubscribe to a subreddit called Bad Cop No Donuts. Oh yeah, where, and it's just constant. It's just, oh, video- man. it's just videos of like yeah, police brutality. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty horrible. Yeah, it's but, pretty horrible. Like whenever yeah. I wake up in the morning or take a shit, I just look at that and I'm just everything is I'm just so fucking angry. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. I, I know I know the exact subreddit you you are you're talking about. I, I like follow a lot of our uh, people on Twitter as well, um who mm. like much to my absolute dismay um because <laughs> i see a lot of shit that makes me angry on the internet i swear honestly social media just pisses me off now because it's like wow look at all this injustice in the world <laughs> yeah um and i've got just i've got one fucking person on facebook it's just posting like anti like coronavirus oh is that a mutual Not, like, friend of us or um it's someone i know from college oh, okay 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 shit. i was gonna say because I, uh, I don't think i've seen that so no <laughs> just anti-mask shit anti-government <sighs> control you God. know not mate my mum my so f- was fucking sharing shit about how coronavirus was caused by 5g and i was like okay oh, i'm not talking sake. to you anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but but back to to the album yeah walking in the snow 100 yeah. probably my favorite track in the album like Oh man, the hook is so good. Like Gangster Boo's v- vocals on that are so good. Like I like mm. she's got such a great like just great delivery, you know. Like she's got a really like powerful voice. And um like one thing I will say very quickly before I just totally take over the conversation again mm-hmm. <laughs> is cool. the thing with Run Jewels that I love is their flow is like like both like LP and Killer Mike like consistently is so fucking strong and like they never it, well it never feels like they have to sacrifice like um like their like content or like what like what's actually mm. in their words for the flow you know like um one of my favorite songs I believe it's on the first album uh possibly the second um by runner jewels is uh banana clip and it's like the one that starts with like first um, album yeah first, uh, that's the one that starts with like a move with the elegance of an african elephant like oh that's how pretty sure that's how like the maybe wrong i thought that's how like album starts off and it's like it's just so fucking high yeah it's that's like, what uh, i mean like like they're just so fucking like their energy is just insane and like mm. i feel like with like um like rap like you can have maybe rap that's like really socially conscious or will try and make you think more or it'll be to mm. tell a story and then you'll have rap that's like to like get you hyped up like that's more sort of the mainstream rap like you know like uh like drake has a lot of music that's you know he just wants to make you dance or like you know he just wants to try and fuck the girl he's like eyeing up or whatever but like then you have songs that manage to mesh the two where like you've got like like walking in the snow where you've got this fucking such like you say like such a hype song like it's just so pumped but like there's also so much substance to it you know like like the bit that really really like caught my uh sort of caught my ear is um the line when he's talking about like obviously police brutality talking Mm -hmm. about um i to be fair like I originally thought it was in reference to uh, George Floyd, but um, me too. But I can't. Yeah, breathe yeah, that line, right? <clears throat> yeah, that it that just line. Chills, like ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that but, that line. It's um, what's it called? But no, it was it was written before uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, the line until my voice goes from a shriek shriek to a whisper. I can't breathe like that bit. Oh man, that hit so hard. I was just like fuck like that that is a line that blows your dick off you know like it's just <laughs> that just really threw me off and this kind of relates to what i was talking about in reference to girlwood in that like i am not an african-american male um but this music is something that like i suppose i i, I get that like i can never kind of put myself in that place but i can definitely like get 
like it's a way for me to kind of see where like what it's like you know like it's like a <clears throat> it's like a mm. you know um opening into that world and just to help like that like empathy i guess you know and just like yeah um again like i'd never be like oh i, I know what it feels like kind of thing you know but it's like mm-hmm. as i said with girl it's just it's so nice to have like a like a like a window into it you know that's this not only like eloquent and like articulate but also just goes so fucking hard <laughs> do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like oh it's such a good song man it's, it's my favorite by far easily my my favorite um but yeah I've, I've derailed the conversation a little bit again so um carry on with with your sort of general thoughts about the album as a, as a whole so you were talking about how how hard uh killer mike's flow is and just that song in particular mm-hmm. yeah um the uh beats are pretty great as always mm. but like um surprised me just how much i enjoyed them at some points like out of sight mm. like that that it's just crushed like condensed like that vocal sample it's like organ or something yeah yeah it's like oh it just hits so hard <laughs> it's like what did you think about just with Ooh. uh with pharrell is, is that yeah, yeah. Pharrell Williams, is that? um that's one where it's like look at all your slave masters posing on your dollar that one yeah i that's my actually probably my second favorite that's a really fucking good like the i love the the sort of little advent uh the, the, advent, the ad-libs like you know the little slave slope like <laughs> um so yeah that's just that's just really really that's a that's another really uh, solid track um, i was i was put off um originally just looking at her as like why the fuck is pharrell yeah <laughs> no yeah it actually works pretty well especially um zach's vocals mm. like oh, yeah. i don't think i've ever really listened to zach uh zach della della roca della roca um, yeah you fucking have have i yeah he's the lead singer of uh, rage against the machine oh i'm fucking retarded okay yeah <laughs> i was like i don't recognize this name <laughs> okay yeah no, yeah i have okay I, I, uh, do you know what? I, I'm actually stupid. I, I didn't even slightly make that connection. Oh, okay. That makes me like the song more. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what? Do you know what's weird, actually? Is I was going to say, one thing I wasn't expecting in this uh, in this album was there are definitely like aspects of like alternate rock and um, mm. like sort of... Uh, non- oh, I think... Sorry, sorry. Oh, carry on, but I think Josh Hom is on it at some point. Oh, okay. Point. Like, he provides some... Guitar work. Yeah, I was gonna say because there is one specific like uh, track on the album where like the guitar work is like very distorted and like it's very mm. like sort of stereotypical rock slash metal and like I really like that. Yeah. And I, I wasn't really expecting it. Um, but yeah, just like yeah, the the uh, I'm guessing it's Zach Delaroca Roca's is it, is it Russia or Roca? I thought. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Roca. Okay. <laughs> well, I said Roca, but then that didn't sound right. Um, yeah, like Rocker. We'll go Rocker. <laughs> hey. Zach. Um so yeah, like the his vocals like even though it's just like a, a like quite a minor part in, in the whole like you know, scheme of things, like I think that's like a really nice little little tidbit in the song. Mm-hmm. Um and I I know I've talked before about um I really appreciate when music just adds that little extra just to kind of like like it might be like just the tiniest little bit like like maybe just a single bar or like a single like few beats of like extra thing just add a bit of texture or like you know add a little bit of extra kind of like uh meatiness in the soundscape or whatever 
like mm. I really appreciate like just little touches because it does it, like c- kind of the exact antithesis of what I was saying about you know Lulu Human and like rappers who just kind of don't seem to give a shit like it's yeah it's it's like just it shows that this is like a creative process that they've like spent a decent amount of time on or like they've actually put some thought into you know mm. um but yeah that 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 is easily my second most favorite song and um i really like the integrity of run the jewels like uh i, I don't know if uh sort of true to her own sound mm. while also um incorporating like commercial elements yeah or like if you see them like I remember ages ago watching a show on YouTube and they had like live musicians. Oh, like, shit. Like they weren't just cool. playing to a backing track. That's pretty cool. Or like even my political shit, like Killer Mike and his support for like Bernie Sanders and mm. stuff. It's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and I think there's a line in this album about um, legalizing sex work. Yeah. Or, that's, like, um, it's like, yes, my man. I want to say that's Ooh La La because uh, mm. that's the one that um, he talks about like a support. Uh, I support my sex workers. I want them to unionize, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I fucking love as a line. Based, yeah. <laughs> it's either Ooh La La or Yankin' the Brave. I know it's quite, quite close, um, like quite close to the uh, beginning of the album. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I totally get what you mean by that. And like, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because like, if someone makes like you know a, like four dozen songs about like smoking weed and fucking bitches, like I can get kind of bored of it. But like. I've mm. never got on board of their four dozen songs about, hey, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And maybe that is yeah. just because of the intensity to it. And like, like I said, their integrity and their like conviction behind it. Like, They've also talked about smoking weed. That's cool. It's good to have a mix. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, actually. Ooh la la, I thought the... I thought he was like, ooh la la, weed weed, for like the longest time. Wow. Because I'm not being funny. That's not out of character for the visit. Like, come no, on. It's, that's, that's a sample word. Well, yeah. Of a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I quite like, um, I don't know, um, Killer Mike, I wasn't into some of his solo work just because, like, um, he's religious, he's christian and he mm. makes reference to that and me as an edgy teenager wasn't a fan but i do like him um calling out uh, fake christians or pseudo christians yeah, yeah, like, like armchair christians uh, mm-hmm. that's i i found it's pretty woke this album yeah you know, <laughs> in, a, in a good way do you know what's weird is i, I was going to mention that actually um about how like there's a line where he says uh it's something like remember the story of jesus he was killed by the state i think it's the line um yeah something very similar to that and when I first listened to it, I thought that was quite weird because I do, I do find it like faith to me is quite a quite an interesting thing because you know when I'm sure you probably like obviously we're both atheists slash agnostics mm-hmm. so like obviously we've been through um, our own sort of trials and tribulations of, of mm-hmm. varying degrees and for me that really hurt my faith right like I mean we both grew mm-hmm. up in a Catholic school um, yeah that that was like. My problems I self um, I had to deal with definitely pushed me away from my faith, right? Like that that was like a point, turning point for me to be like, nah, fuck this. Like it's obviously like God wouldn't let this happen, kind of thing. But it feels yeah. like um, maybe it's more of an American thing. Um, but it does seem like for some people obviously it just cements that. And yeah, there's definitely more childhood indoctrination. Mm. Even even though like religious parents and like it being in a school system and shit like that, I. I feel like it's a lot more casual here. Like, <laughs> there's a lot less talk of like burning forever 
uh, Burning Forever yeah, or like, yeah. you know it's just it's, it's slightly more mellow it's not great <laughs> but you know <laughs> I just I, I do find it interesting because I know like I mean it's kind of like um because we've been speaking about him a lot today but um did you ever listen to Eminem's very very first album like Infinite back before he kind of uh took the, the yeah, Slim Shady character um, it was very just yeah it was, quite some magic. yeah it was very surreal because like that he he references his like belief in god and his christianity and his his faith and it's like it's such a surreal experience for that because like mm. you know when you listen to like what you what you know him for which is this very angry you know um sort of violent like provocateur style character mm. and then you have like you know his younger self who actually like you know has a bit of hope and like faith <laughs> in the world it's it's very strange um to kind of to kind of listen to at least it was for me um but going back to to RTJ, like yeah, it, it was a it, it is a weird like I, I suppose RTJ and rap in general, like it is a weird kind of like theme that like consistently comes through. Like um, it's kind of similar to uh, you ever you ever listened to Stormzy? Like I know he's a bit of a typical white girl rapper to listen to, but um, he actually listened. It's neat. Okay, no, don't worry. <laughs> I was gonna white girl. I was like, isn't he a large black man? <laughs> But, yeah. Well, he had an album called uh, Gang Signs and Prayer, and um, uh, it's basically, like, to be fair, it's actually a very solid album, and, like, it's got some really nice kind of gospel-style music in there, like, mm-hmm. some samples and shit, and it's, like, it sounds just gorgeous, but it's, like, it is kind of weird, like, when you know his upbringing, and, like, obviously, um, like, I, I, I guess it kind of hit a bit closer to home, because, obviously, it's it's uh, it's a British artist rapping about, you know, growing up in Britain, like, etc., etc., Mm-hmm. And it was quite weird to hear him kind of reference like his faith and stuff, and I don't know. I guess I've got like a definite sort of modicum of respect for that, um, and I guess it's quite hard. I've referenced rap critic before, I think, but he he made a good point in that like it's much more interesting to kind of hear like the trials people have had with their faith, like kind mm. of like um like the devil and God is raging inside me with brand by brand new. Like that's a really yeah. good album because that is talking about his kind of like rather than adding faith as like a little caveat in his music or you know as like a oh by the way I'm Christian <laughs> it was kind of I like a, it, hey guys this is a thing I'm struggling with you know yeah I find my album quite interesting in particular because it's 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 very introspective it's sort of almost I want to mm. say selfish in a way like is questioning God because of the bad things that are happening to him as opposed to I don't know, maybe I'm just a massive fucking autist, <laughs> but like, like, thinking about things logically, but, like, things have gone wrong, and, like, he's losing faith, faith because of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. Maybe this is something we should we should look into in a bit. Maybe we should send each other some, like, proper Christian music, you know? <laughs> like, maybe some, uh, was it Power Wolf, that Christian, like, that white metal band, or, you know, some NF, that, that Christian Eminem kind of rip-off rapper. I, I think I've become more tolerant over time. Like, oh yeah, you know, if someone if, if someone plays some insane clown posse, that's kind of endearing. <laughs> Magnus, how do they work? <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like Kendrick. Like, I don't mind Kendrick yeah, Lamar yeah. and shit. Like, he's a very talented rapper. Like, you know, yeah, of course. It's it's just when it um, it influences people's like politics. Yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah. But and like when like, people start enforcing it, that's that's when uh, the issues yeah. come. Do you know Kanye is going to run for president allegedly? I mean, he apparently on- he allegedly also hasn't filled out any of the paperwork, so I guess we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, um, on a platform of anti-vaccines oh, and God. just, just man. religion just, back just in schools. Do not and- talk, 
to me about Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a fan. Oh no. Um, just to bring us back to Archie J four then. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you got any more thoughts about it? So, um, my my three favorite tracks definitely are Ooh La La, uh, mm-hmm. Walking in the Snow, Just. They're they're for me like the top. But that being said, like it, I don't really think there's any low points for me. Like there's no, uh, no. There's some which don't hair as hard for me, or maybe I'll just need to listen to them more. Yeah. Um, I I really like a few words for the firing squad at the end, mm. like just kill a mark, kill a kill a mark, kill a mark, kill a kill a kill a Mike being going back to being introspective, but like just talking about him and his family mm. and not being like a junky fucking rapper <laughs> and like you know taking responsibility yeah, yeah. that's quite interesting yeah that's that's like, true that's talk true. about his home life and she to, to be fair that's something i did notice like quite a bit in um in this this album um he like mm-hmm. i think one of my favorite lines is um it might be holy Kalamafuck. Um, it's it's basically like there's a line where he's uh, talking about running away from the police and he's getting like chub rub between his thighs because he's like fat. Oh. He's, like, it's like um, I think that's Yankee of the Yankee and the Brave, right? Oh, like, is it? Is it? it that's yeah, yeah. That's sort of opening <laughs> where it's like they set the like, scene of this. Like I, I get that. Like that's kind of like a thing that like he's constantly referring to. Like he he does talk about the fact he's like. A, a a husky man, uh, rather a lot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, there's just something about the line and the way he delivered it. Like, it just, just really, really like, I did, I did like it. Like, it's just, uh... <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of. I like, the, I like the disparity of being this badass running away from the police and having like this big ass dad. Yeah. At the, so same the, time. the the line, you're right. Is Yankee and the Brave. The line is, my brother made a point. So out the back door, I'm a slide. I'm chubby, husky, thighs scrubbing, fucking up my Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously in a much better flow because I can't rap like Killer Mike, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, with time, with time. There's um, oh, there's actually a. We've talked a lot about Killer Mike, but there's a there's actually an LP line that I really fucking like. Um, I mm. think it might be from Walking in the Snow as well, actually. Um, where it's like uh, all due respect, if respect being spit on is how respect is defined, something like that. Um, and that like. That line, I fucking oh, I loved so much. Um, I think it was LP in that. Um, at some point, he's. It's, wait, did I? I know. I found a quote. Did part. I say LP? I, 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 I meant like in a line from LP. Hopefully, because we we talked about Killer Mike a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's all due respect of getting spit on. How respect is now defined. Like, oh man, that that just like I fucking love that. Man. I quite like the bit in my way. It's like. It's basically saying, "Hey, they'll come for you too when you're, you know, when they got is rid that, of the um, rest." They're not, funny fact they're not about a cage: stop. they're never built for just one group. That one, yeah, that's fucking, yeah, yeah. that's a really good. Honestly, like this entire album is such a mind fuck because <laughs> it's like mm. it's kind of just non-stop, like just intensity, and I, oh, I love it. I really I think it's the it. perfect time for us. Well, we've just out fuck, yeah. like, <laughs> like it is. <laughs> I mean, we're not doing any. Well, we're doing a little bit better, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Shh, don't tell them. But nah, everything's fine. Well, I, I heard that like um, they actually released it early because of like all the shit that's been going on. So that's kind of cool. I kind of wow. like that, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, have you got any final thoughts on this album? Um, yeah, I think it's really solid. They sort of able to be sort of mainstream and accessible mm. while still being challenging and um, quite interesting to listen mm. to. I really liked, but I'd probably prefer the first album still, but it's just nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, this is definitely worth a listen. If if you yeah. haven't already, because honestly, who like if you like rap, like I'd be surprised if you didn't know about Run the Jewels at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, have you checked out any of her solo work? Uh, like, I tried against a Killer Mike, but it wasn't. Yeah, the same. I think I had a similar thing. Um, mm. I I LP is really... all right because I quite like um, East Coast rap. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, his his beats are always solid, but I I don't know. It's not the same as them being together. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Lightning in the ball or something. Yeah, they just they just not work light. very well together. You know. Yeah. They kind of like obviously both bring something to the to the to the mix that just makes everything like pretty much perfect. Like I, again, like there's not really a lot I can criticize in this album. <laughs> no, some of it I don't know. Maybe I just need to listen to it more. Some of it I don't remember as well. But yeah, I think everything they've released has been pretty solid, mm. except maybe me Alpha Jewels. <laughs> you know. As as much as I respect, like meme music, replicating an entire album with cat sounds, you know. <laughs> oh man. Also, I know I pay for streaming and shit now, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but like, props them for giving me the album for free. <laughs> like, I got it for free. I was like, oh, fuck so what you're it. saying is they bribed because... you into liking them. <laughs> hey, it, I don't know. It's like I was an early supporter. Yeah, or some yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I got my second album for free as well. I just like I just they just emailed me like the album. It's like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> uh, nice. Man. Yeah, that's pretty pretty great. Okay, well to to wrap up because we have gone over our, our rough guideline. Um, have you got an album for me this week? I do. Um, I've been listening to uh, this artist quite a bit lately, yeah. and um, it's it's kind of marmite. I think you'll maybe okay. um. Uh, respect it hmm. or absolutely fucking hate it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's Bish Bosh by Scott Walker. Okay. I- interesting name. What? Uh, you want to tell me a little bit about the album? Just like kind of style. Uh, or yeah. You expect me to Scott, think. Or? Scott Walker was a pop artist, yeah. and he was in the Walker Brothers. Okay. And he did, he's got he's got this lovely sort of resonant baritone voice. Okay. That's uh, sounding pretty decent so far. Yeah. Um. So he, he released a lot of pop and broke pop. Mm. I think he went missing for a while. Okay. <laughs> like he just out of the public eye. Um, he may have uh, become a bit of a recluse. And then he popped back out and did some quite interesting music. Okay. That, that. <laughs> it's it's very vocal driven. Um, I, I, I feel think like if you get up. past. <laughs> I think if you get past the first song, I think the oh first God. song is sort of like a test. But if you get through that oh one, God. I think you will enjoy it. Okay, I will. I will give it a go. So that's that's Ooh. Bish Bosh by Scott Walker. Yeah. Also, um, this was a 2012 album. Okay. This this guy was releasing music in the 60s. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I think he's in the 70s when this was released. Like, just <laughs> keep in mind, this is like if Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah release something now and it was pretty good <laughs> like <laughs> okay um yeah okay okay so hmm would you it may test you a bit but I think you'll <laughs> like it okay so would you prefer um a kind of folk punk album or a um, sort of eclectic rock rap album uh I mean we've sort of done folk punk and I do like eclectic stuff, but uh, I, d- I don't know. It's as long as it's not like Limp Bizkit, <laughs> I'll probably be happy. <laughs> um, 
No. Is no, it exactly no, Limp Bizkit? No. So it's... it's <laughs> I guess you can kind of say if Limp Bizkit were, like, decent. Like, it's a... Uh, okay. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a... It's a band called The Color Eight. Um, I may have referenced mm. them before. I, I feel like I might have, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, and the album is called First Friday. Uh, it's a 2018 album. Um, so yeah, <sighs> it's it's kind of like it's like a like a collective group. I quite like it because it's a bunch of like <laughs> it's like a bunch of black guys and then just this one like really nerdy looking white guy. <laughs> um, oh. But they're all kind of like they're all kind of uh, they're one of those bands that like each of them kind of come from like a different style so like the guitarist like really like classical guitar and then like the bassist just likes fucking about and then like um you know they've, they've got a pretty cool like rapper over the top and it's just yeah by it's pretty solid by fucking about do you mean it's like quite technical or yes uh, <laughs> it's just reminded of a meme of like mudvayne and it's like slipknot uh, with yeah. seinfeld bass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, no, it's amazing. it's it's solid. Uh, I will say, although actually, um, so it's only a single at the moment, but I want you to listen to it because it's very very funky. Uh, it's it's a song by them called Savage Season, um, mm-hmm. and I think like that's like a definite honourable mention. As I said, it's a it's a single at the moment, so I just kind of wanted to like add that on top. Um, it's just very hard. Like the way I describe it is like kind of like what we're saying about Killer Mike is it's just. Uh, it's it's a hype album, I think. Like it's a hype, it's hype songs, you know. Um, so g- give it a little listen. Uh, I'd like to see yeah. your opinion. So for next week, if I'm not like if I don't cancel on you again, uh, we've got the Color Eight, um, the album First Friday, and then Bish Bosh by Steve Walker. Steve Scott, Scott Walker. Walker. <laughs> that was close. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, you got any final thoughts about Humaniac or RTJ Four? Uh, listen to Run the Jewels, baby. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks for listening, boys. It's good. Any last thoughts? You? Oh, 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 oh. Um, I've got an email. Like, if oh, if yeah, anyone yeah. listens to this and has any thoughts, <laughs> if they want to um, shit on me yeah. or add to the conversation, if you want to chat shit, email uh, us or follow. Do you have Twitter? Yeah, what? I have Twitter. You can follow me. On no. No decent content. Right. But but. <laughs> The email is musicstuffpod at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll put it in the fucking description. Put it in the description. If you guys want to tell us how awful we are, um, or, you know, give us music suggestions or some shit, or, you know, tell us to go kill ourselves, chuck it in the email. Chuck it in the DMs. It'll be fine. It'll be good. <laughs> nice. Okay, goodbye. Love you, bye. Sarah's birth. There's a lot going on. Love you. I'm sorry.